let me tell you about maybe one of the most disappointing moments of my life because it happened this week. Oh, wow. It's a big occasion, I guess. Yeah. Congrats. Well, now, and here's the problem. And, and Justin, in all of, like, you have, you have an infinite amount of knowledge within your noggin there. And at times you impart it to me. And I would, I would like to think that like 99% of the time I listen to you, like 99% of the time I hear something that you say and I say, yeah, that sounds right. That seems like a fact. Yeah. Um, so last week, and here's a problem too. Like I, I can't even like pretend like I didn't hear you or can't remember this because it's on our episode from last week. Can I guess what you're going to talk about? Yeah, go ahead. Is this about your platinum and apex? It is about my platinum and apex. <laughs> <laughs> so, so last week I was like, yeah, I'm working towards the apex platinum. Like I've only got two trophies left. And you were like, is there a platinum? And I was like, yeah, because I didn't like when you asked me that, I was like, well, that's a silly question. All games have platinums. <laughs> I, di- I didn't know that they didn't. So it's like maybe 1130 at night on what, like Tuesday or Wednesday or something last week, this past week. And I'm playing Apex with my buddies. Um, I'm, I'm playing a new character that I don't really like very much, but I'm, I got to get the, the last two trophies. And, and I did the math, and I was like, okay, if I win with this character one time, I will pop both of those trophies at the same time. And pull out a W. Pull out a, a big old W. I'm losing my mind. Ba-ding! Get one trophy. Ba-ding! Get the other trophy. Shooting guns off in the air. Celebrating. And I'm like, wow, when's that platinum going to pop? <laughs> wow. Like, huh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Where's the platinum trophy? And then, like, it was late. So I was like, all right, guys, good night. And I didn't go to bed. I was, like, looking at the trophy list. Like, okay, hold on. Let me, <laughs> say, let me take a look. This can't be right. This can't be right. No, no platinum for Apex. I got all. I have them all. I have them all. But um, yeah, I was I, like, I sat there for a good five minutes, just looking at the wall, being like, I can't believe I did that. I, I like how you like theoretically ended your play session early, in order to double check <laughs> to see if there's a platinum. <laughs> I, I will say this. No, no, no. Uh, sort of depending on how good we're doing is when we decide to end. So like, we would have ended early because we had one, and we're like this is where we're going to be done because yeah, yeah. when you win a game like apex the next 18 rounds you are the first to be killed uh, yeah that's it always just happens. that's just how it is there's a there's like a a tracker like it tracks all your stats all the damage you've ever done all the kills you've ever gotten there's a tracker for most wins in a row and i was like and it says one for us <laughs> and it's like well yeah can you imagine pulling out two two big old w's right in a row you can't i, I just don't think it's possible um so yeah, well, I was very disappointed. What's that? I do have to say I appreciate how you were planning for the platinum screenshot by just shooting your gun off in the air. Yeah. Like you were prepared for it. Like I think that's one of the the unsung things about the screenshots with the trophies is like getting your perfect platinum screenshot. Mm-hmm. Like you want that to be a special moment. You want to be like staring at the camera or have some like nice vista going on. Uh, right. But in this case, uh, whenever you look at those screenshots for the last two trophies you got it'll just be disappointment it's just so sad because i was excited (laughs) to get all to get three like in a row like bing 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 you know what i mean but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i am this is my formal uh what's the word like i'm asking for this formally from from the developers over at respawn entertainment please put a platinum trophy in the game so I can just have it. What if they can do, but the requirement is that you have to like win 10 more uh, matches with every of one of the legends? 
Uh, there is no mountain I would not climb for that <laughs> for Apex Legends. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, I mean, I have, I have, I've won with I believe seven different characters, and I think there's only like twelve or something like that. So I'm in a decent position to, to be doing that. Um, and we have, I, I think I talked about this uh, a few weeks ago, but like we have consistently been doing better. Uh, but now we're like consistently winning once every every few nights. So that's. Um, yeah, I was really disappointed. I was really <laughs> disappointed. And, and then I was sitting there thinking back, like, was Justin right? And um, of course you were. And there you are. <laughs> so. <laughs> but hey, we're not here to talk about my disappointments in life or in video games. Or I mean, we could talk about some more of those. In fact, we might, as we're about to talk about some presentations and things. But uh, no, we're not. We're, that's not what the main focus here. No, no. This is Hitbox. <laughs> Welcome back to episode number 32 of Hitbox with an exclamation point. I feel like people forget the exclamation point. You know, all the people talking about us and all the forums and like, yeah, our, they're our, always like, have you heard of Hitbox? Question mark. It should be, have you heard of Hitbox? Hitbox? Exclamation ah! mark. Question mark. mark. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have both. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all caps too. That's important. Um, but <laughs> welcome back. My name is Peter Unspitzek. And with me, as always, is my good friend, Justin Matkovich. Um, and I want to talk about video games with you. I am excited. There has been like this dry spell since the beginning of the year with nothing really big coming out. And not like that a h- bunch of stuff has come out, but there's been news of things coming out, which is, I think, exciting. But uh, before we get there, what have you been playing? Okay, so I, uh, I, I've i had more time this week than I had in a long time to play some games. Mm. Uh, so I put a good chunk, uh, probably like five hours in Yakuza Like a Dragon. Ooh. Um, I've earned my three million yen that I needed. All right. Um, collected all these cats around the city, and it it ended with so basically there's a bunch of stray cats, and you work for this part time hero corporation that you gotta like help out people. And one of the things is finding these cats for people, and it makes people real happy. And it ends up with you getting two million yen, and I was like, great. Um, Though I do have to say that as I was doing that, the random battles got really tiresome because it felt sure. like every like two feet I walked, there was a random battle. And I was like, OK, not really doing anything. They're really low uh, on my uh, like compared to my level. So they weren't productive in any way. Yeah. And then after that, I got to the point, the official point where people say the grind is real and you basically have to go from being level uh, early 30s to uh, level 50. Oh, and the they actually give you like a battle tower that you have to like go through a bunch of like different levels to. I think there might be thirty levels maybe of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like a good place to like grind right before it. Um, except you're also in like a new part of the city and you can't do anything really but continue the mission or do the battle tower. So you feel really kind of locked into what you have to do. And it just, I wish I could still do side quests and like leave this place and like do yeah. other things, but you're just kind of locked in there. But I guess that is, that's what an RPG is. Like usually with JRPGs, you got like the the point where you got to grind and um, 
Actually, funny fact, reason I didn't want to get um, Bravely Default 2, because I heard that, it, you know, the grind in it, it's like, you, you get a mindless grind, but it's still there. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want that right now. That's not, no. <laughs> yeah, not feeling that. Um, so yeah, I'm getting, I'm making my way. I'm about level 43 with all my main characters. So hopefully uh, another five hour play session, I should be moving well along with that. But yeah, just five hours. No big deal. Yeah, To be entirely honest with you, like I, in my time that I, my brief time that I spent with uh, Yakuza, like a dragon, um, I, I liked it a lot. In fact, I, I really liked it. However, every, everyone I've talked to that has played it has been like, you do have to get through sort of a 10 hour grind session. It's like, yeah, uh, ooh, in a video like that's still happening, which like it just doesn't like having to think that that is weighing over me while I'm playing a fun game is kind of like a very big turnoff for me personally. Though uh, I have but, to say, knowing that that's the case is better than just like going in blindly. Yes, you know, that is very like, true. When I heard chapter 12, it's like once you get past that, it's fine. But there's a big grind there. I was like, and then I got there and I was like, OK, well, at least I know what to do now. Um, mm-hmm. rather than just being surprised with it. But yeah, it just, I think if anything, the past five hours I played with this game has really just put a lot of like the the general flaws of the game on, on notice for me. Sure. Uh, like the amount of random encounters, how worthless they are, <laughs> um, and that kind of thing. But yeah, uh, I still am really interested in the story. And I the for any kind of RPG to keep me going through the grind, it better have a good story. And this one definitely does. So I still like it, but I roll my eyes. Ah, uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Anything else? Uh, yeah, I've also uh, beat Ratchet and Clank, the 2016 oh. version of it. Um, Was it good? It, it's a, it's a good game. Uh, I uh, so that game is really about using all of your different weapons constantly. Uh, you you know probably by the end of the game you have uh, I'm going to make up a number here, say 15 weapons that you have that you have to go between, um, and you're constantly going between them to a point where you can only. Okay, so I'm an idiot, first of all, and I found out that there's actually a weapon wheel that you can open. I did not know that. So, like, (laughs) basically every time, like, you can have two weapons that you switch between by pressing triangle, and if you hold down triangle, then you open up, like, the weapon selection uh, thing, but it, like, pauses the game and gives you a couple seconds to do that, and it's just really cumbersome sometimes Yeah, because some of the weapons you... You might like do two shots of it and then want to go to another one, do two shots of that one, go Mm -hmm. to another one, and you're constantly moving things around. And in the heat of combat, uh, which, by the way, the combat can be pretty challenging at certain times in it, and it's like pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Um, But like it just slows it down to like the point of being annoying. And then I found if you press the directional buttons, uh, you can basically just select... Well, there you the go. weapon you want and i was like well this is really worthless to find out on the second to last boss of this game but i found it out and it uh made me angry uh but i do have to say that i would actually consider going and platinuming that game it would probably at least take me another seven hours to go through mm-hmm. um i don't know if i will i might save it for the new one if the new one's any anything similar to what this one is uh but uh it it i was pleasantly impressed with my liking of that game <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. You said you finished it? Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been thinking like I should dip in before the new one comes out to see if I would even want to play the new one. Uh but hopefully we hopefully I have time for it. How long did it take you? Ish? Uh 11 hours, I believe. Oh, that's actually I, not so bad. I, I did I did some of the stuff like initially to like platinum it. Um mm-hmm. but then I there's one one specific thing that stopped me from wanting to platinum it uh was there's these uh 
hacking mini games, which were actually kind of difficult. They were like mm. circles that had lasers, and you had to like either turn off some of those. They were like concentric circles, so like each one had different lasers. Some of them had like things that blocked other lasers, and you had to choose like the four or five layers and like move them around and like have the right ones on and the right ones off. And it was kind of difficult. And then I found that there was this auto hack button, and there was one puzzle that was taking me forever. And they gave me a reminder, like, hey, you might want to use the auto hack button. And I'm like. There's an auto hack button? Okay. <laughs> so I pressed it. And then the second time I was doing another tough puzzle, I pressed the auto hack button. And then a, a pop up came up when I did it saying, like, hey, if you use this, you can't get the trophy for getting all these auto for all these uh, hacking mini games. And I was like, oh. what? That didn't pop up the first time. You told me to do this because I was being so <laughs> stupid on it. Why did you do this to me? So, like, it was like near the end of the game, and I basically just like wasted my time doing all the, the uh. mini games before that because I didn't understand or it didn't tell me clearly. It suggested it, and I was like, I wish I knew about this earlier. Yeah. And then it just, it kind of hurt me. But I would have to replay the game again anyway, but it's kind of like a new game plus. So, not, not the worst thing in the world, but like also not something i want to do right. immediately but again fun game i would suggest doing it what about you what have you played um obviously i've been playing apex i uh i talked about this a little bit last week i beat little nightmares 2 oh what a lovely game like seriously what a really really good game i could not believe how much i liked it uh it especially because like i went into it sort of being like okay a lot of people have recommended it but i don't know if it's my thing um, and this might sound a little weird, but despite how like bleak and like dark and depressing it is, I found it to be very like refreshing. I think because of its art style and because of the way like it sort of handles its world, uh, it is it was for me, it felt like what <laughs> being alive is like in the past year. <laughs> It, it, now hold on uh, now wait now hold on and and by that i mean like symbolically just like just a I've, charming little game that's well, all i have felt very small in a world full of things that seem like they are out to get me and my loved ones just like in terms of like pandemic reasons and then also like government gubernatorial reasons um like like it just it was weird to play this like super dark and grim game and sort of feel like wow not from like literally what's going on, but just generally like tonally, like this is sort of what it feels like right now. Uh, and that kind of grabbed me in a good way. And then there were a lot of monsters that grabbed me in a bad way that were very scary, um, but sort of lose their scariness because they grab you so often that it's kind of like, okay, well anyway, but that's a good game. I would, I would recommend it. And I would also go back and recommend that you play both Limbo and Inside if you like that kind of gameplay, because I think specifically like Limbo is just like kind of like a, a, a simplistic uh, story, more or less. Yeah, like you're yeah. basically going through Limbo, trying to get to save your sister, I think. Um, mm. But uh, Inside is just a really kind of cool storytelling game that there's a lot of story that's told through the environment and stuff so i highly recommend you play that if you like little nightmares but uh little nightmares 2 sorry to yeah. speak but do you have any hope of going back to little nightmares 1 uh no <laughs> uh, so well, here, well, here's the thing it's like i played it and i was like wow apparently it's a prequel because the girl from the first game is like your companion throughout the whole game and you guys solve puzzles together and everything. And, um, you get to learn how she got her iconic yellow jacket. 
spoiler alert, you just find it in a dumpster. <laughs> you know, those a, are the real questions. Those, that's, yeah. that, that, that's like when George Lucas decided to make the prequels. He's like, I want, <laughs> I have all these answers to these questions you don't want to know. And everyone's like, no, we're good with making No, no, I got the answers. And, well, like, and, and then he's like, I found this script in the dumpster. <laughs> and you're like, whoa. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, I don't I don't necessarily have any like I'm not super pressed to go and play Little Nightmares one. I really like Little Nightmares two, but I think its length was as long as it what it needed to be like I was I was good. Like, thank you very much. Little Nightmares. I've seen what you've done. You spooked me out uh, a handful of occasions and I'm sort of I'm, I'm good there. Um, it's got some creepy monster design. There's some there's a sing, there's one character who I am going to be thinking about, I think, for the next few months because of how sort of spooky they were. Um, um, so I, I'm going to ask you a question, and I think this can be a, a reoccurring thing throughout the year. Yeah. Um, in terms of your rating of it, do you like it more or less than the medium? <laughs> uh, more. Okay. I would say I would say <laughs> I would like this way more than the medium. Got it. OK, good. Just need to know in the future. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I, compare on, every on game every, this year. On every level, yeah. on yep, every yep. conceivable level, the puzzles are better. the The monsters are better. The story is better. I mean, the story in the medium was fine, um, fine. But yes, I would I would recommend Little Nightmares two over the medium. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like really like like uh, rubbing uh, sand into the wound or what wound. Yeah. What's that phrase? Rubbing yeah. sand. Uh, salt. 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 The wound. Yeah, rubbing salt into the wound the whole the whole uh year. I'm just comparing every <laughs> game we play. <laughs> I think I can I think I think that's how I will think of games from now on. Like, did I like it better than I like the medium? If yes, good game. If no, bad game. Like yeah. okay. Good. It's yeah. a pr- that's, I think that's a good like taste good test scale. Game. It's a good scale. Yeah. But that'll be our new review score. We're not we're not scoring games, we're just letting you know where it falls compared to the medium. So here's another game that I've been playing that is uh on the up, uh, how do how are we gonna refer to this? Like better than the medium, just like that, or we'll yeah, come up. Yeah, yeah, on your scale, is this is this next game better than the medium? Yes or no? Yes, uh, and cool. that game is Persona Five Strikers. Uh, Justin, this game is very good with one big asterisk. I like this game a lot. Are you gonna ask me what the asterisk is? Oh, I thought the asterisk was you like the game a lot. <laughs> nope, it's that I don't necessarily love the gameplay <laughs> mm, okay, uh, which is yeah. a big problem because i uh, because it's a video game mm-hmm. um but apart from that and and i don't hate it i just think it's fine uh apart from that what a what a delightful a delightful game all right break it down for me game. what what is the gameplay and what makes it delightful not the gameplay the the game itself in spite of the gameplay so here are some spoilers for persona 5 at the end of persona 5 as you may imagine things get resolved <laughs> because it's a story <laughs> that happens that has a beginning, middle and end. And this, it ends at the end of the game. Things are like the end. Now, persona five strikers is like, but what if, <laughs> but what if they, um, there was more and <laughs> it basically, it takes place like six months after all that. And, um, your group text, like your group chat starts lighting up with everyone being like, Hey guys, how are we? Like, I feel like I haven't talked to everyone in a while. Um, and so basically you get the band back together and they're like, everyone's like, let's go on a road trip to Kyoto. And then before you go on a road trip, um, a camping trip, excuse me, you get, you find out like, Oh my gosh, there are more of these. They're not palaces. They're called jails where it's, it's basically the same thing. Now it's just that the, it doesn't dissolve once it's all sort of taken care of. 
you discover, okay, there's still some stuff going on in the metaverse, even though we thought sort of the whole Phantom Thieves thing was over. Uh, we're back, and it's it's time to sort of take care of these bad people again. And then it turns into a road trip where you're driving throughout Japan trying to find these bad people via their jails. So I put about 15 hours into the original Persona 5. My question yeah. is, are you driving in Morgana? No. And I was like, they, there was a scene. I just, I just got to this scene where they're like, all right, we need a car to drive around. And I was like, we have a car. <laughs> like we have a cat. We have a car. Uh, no, uh, no, you drive a, just a regular camper that your new dad. Sojiro gives you, um, or he, he gets from a friend or something like that, but it's, it's good. I like, I like this story a lot. It feels a lot like exactly. It feels to me and I haven't finished it, but it feels a lot like, a bottle episode of a of like an anime or like a TV show where they're just sort of like not a whole lot of super consequential stuff happens, but it's a lot more of like characters hanging out and sort of getting the vibe of what's going on there. Um, and the new characters that are introduced are fun and interesting and, and everything. But the problem is the gameplay. Mm. I would have liked this game more if it was just straight up a sequel to Persona 5 with the same combat and, and stuff. This is a like muso game in the same vein as like dynasty warriors and like hyrule warriors where you are fighting a lot of characters at the same time with different attacks and you are switching out between every single member of the phantom thieves um and you're able to play as them all and they all have different combos and different attacks and um they all still have their the same attacks and powers as in the original persona five and you Joker are still able to take on multiple personas and mesh them together. And if this sounds like a lot, it's because it is a lot. I am currently playing through persona five Royal with Elena. And like, I just got the tutorial, like through the, the tutorial, which is the first like 10 hours of that game. Persona 5 Strikers goes through that same tutorial because all the systems are still there. It's basically the same game, except it's not a turn-based game. It's a like a Muso game. And it goes through all of that stuff, all that information, in the first two hours. So it like throws so much at you so fast that I can't imagine this game would be a lot of fun for anyone who isn't like super caught up on like how all these systems work. I like it. I like the enough. Like it's not like I don't dislike it, but I think that the times when you actually are playing the game and not just sort of reading it as a book um, is when it's maybe at its maybe not its finest, if that makes sense. All right. So I think another one of the appeals of Persona 5, at least for me playing it, is the kind of customizability of your day to day life yes. uh, that you have and how you have all those different choices. You can mm-hmm. choose to hang out with if you want to level up, focus on your skills, relationships, whatever. Is that in this game, too? Or is it simply just doing uh, combat? Um, It's not in there in the same way. So instead of like hanging out with people and strengthening your bonds to get new abilities, sort of like as you do activities with like with the group, you get more um, it's called bond. And so that is like the way you level up. And then so from there you get to choose like, OK, all health items do more or all this do more. Whereas in the first game, it's it's kind of like here are the set upgrades that you get from hanging out with these people. And now it's like once you hang out with people enough you get to choose what the upgrades are. Um, There is definitely like, it's missing that social link component for sure. 
because I thought I think that that's a lot of fun in the first one is sort of like choosing who to hang out with and, and going through those individual stories. And this is more of a like a an ensemble. And you go at the very beginning, you go to try and visit like all these different people. Like you try and visit the guy who sells you guns and like the doctor. And it's just like, oh, they're gone for the summer. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh. That's fine. Um, or you, there's a scene where you go back to the school and uh, I was like, oh, we're going to run into the teacher for sure. No, she's just not here. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Maybe you couldn't get those voice actors back or something. But Or maybe um, they realized it was gross. Uh, yeah, I hope that they did maybe. But yeah, so it's... Uh, I'm liking it a lot. As as someone who really likes Persona, this is exactly what I wanted. All right. I mean, I think I think it sounds interesting. It does, it does like kind of worry me uh, about going back to playing Yakuza. It go it worries me a little bit because one of the things I do like about Like a Dragon is the combat being the turn based yes. combat, and then the other Yakuza games are more of like brawler beat 'em ups. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if like the story is going to be enough to make me want to go back and play those games right. as much as it would. So I can kind of see that comparison with it. Like I want to play the other Yakuza games because of the story, but the combat is less interesting to me um, yeah. in that way, but no grind, hopefully. Right. Right. And and here's the thing too, with, with persona, it's like, to my understanding, it is between 30 and 40 hours. So having to play a game that I don't love the combat in but that i really like the story for for 40 to 30 hours like that sounds good or like i will do that whereas if it's like with yakuza and these other games that are or, or like persona like if it was 100 hours like persona 5 is like uh, 100 hours of combat i don't like uh, i don't know i don't know it has to be a really good story speaking know, but- speaking of the grind did you ever have to grind in persona 5 no. Um uh yeah, okay. So there's you remember so you said you got to the part where Morgana turns into the car. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, you have to go through Mementos and that's like the worst part of that entire game. Like it's it's horrible and you spend so much time there. That is kind of like a grind because you are the game turns into like a tunnel where it's just like fight a bunch of guys. And it's like, ah, okay. Is there like a cool story waiting at the end of this? And it's like, eventually at the very, very end, it's like, okay, well, is there kind of interesting stuff here in between? And they're like, no. So there is that sort of grind, but it's, it was never like what you're describing Yakuza where I felt super under leveled. So I was like, okay, time to go grind for experience. That makes sense. Did, did uh, they also change that tunnel mementos in the, in Royal? Yeah, so I've only been there once so far, uh, but you are able to get more experience. You're able to, like, slot points in. You meet this character who I'm not entirely sure who they are yet, um, but they, like, make it so that Mementos is way more fruitful when you actually go there. Like, you make way more money, you get way more experience and that kind of stuff. Um, so, yes, I that, that's one of the things that, that is fixed or better in uh, Royal. Sounds... Uh, it sounds interesting. I, I I I think I like it. You're playing it on PlayStation Five, I see, but I would play it yes. on the Switch so hard. <laughs> uh, I had that debate, but I was kind of like, okay, the Switch already doesn't run Switch games very good. <laughs> like now, now let's make it have have to run a a game that has a hundred different enemies on screen at once and like particle effects everywhere. Like I just, I think it's going to either kill my switch or look like a slideshow. Um, and I've heard that it does. So I, I went with 
the PlayStation 5. Uh, counterpoint, I can play yeah. it laying down in bed. Very good counterpoint. Uh, you win. <laughs> there's just there's nothing I can say here. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, I've also played a newer game. Uh, yeah, though it's not it. out yet. I, I played through the demo, which was released, I think, on Thursday or Friday of mm-hmm. Outriders. Yeah, Vanessa, Outriders. I yeah, yeah, I wanted to, to <laughs> check the plurality of that. But um, I downloaded the uh, uh, game Outriders. Have you heard anything or know anything about Outriders? Um, I remember seeing the trailer at the Game Awards. It looked kind of like a four-person co-op looter shooter in the vein of destiny meets borderlands and there were monsters i would am say I, it's, how, it's, where am i you're pretty close, close. i would yeah. say it's more destiny meets the division two and division one which is okay. basically the same general thing as yeah. that um because uh, i think one of the things with borderlands is that borderlands is all about the unique loot i think that's mm-hmm. the difference in it um and this one is a third person shooter which is oh, gotcha. sim- more similar to The Division 2. So I didn't really know much about this game. And when I started playing it, immediately from the circle cursor that you use, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this this is trying to be some Destiny shit mm-hmm. right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, the game itself is not a live service game. Oh, really? And I was like, excuse me, because this looks exactly like I'm playing Destiny or The Division 2. And it's like, no, it's a it's a shooting RP, co-op RPG that from the day you purchase it will have all the content in it. So you're not necessarily bigging, uh, building up to a raid um, or anything like that. You're actually like just playing an RPG where you pick different uh, character traits and things like that. Um, and... Uh, but again, it plays and looks exactly like a live service game. So my question becomes, what the heck is the difference between a RPG shooter and a live service game? Uh, I mean, just that the live service game is like constantly trying to get you to buy new loot and, and come back. Whereas this is just like, play it. I don't know. That's cool. I like and that. I like to hear that. I do. I don't know. Like, cause when I'm hearing that, I think the one thing that I like about live service games is the promise that it's going to constantly be its own thing. Yeah. And you can come back and do it. Now, granted, we've seen a lot of that stuff go wrong. Anthem, uh, speaking of Anthem, by the way, RIP Shut Anthem down. next. Yeah. Goodbye. Shut it down. Uh, but that game is like one of those that when you don't have enough content in it to keep justifying going back and playing it, the game dies. Yeah. But games like Destiny have constantly been um, uh, reiterating or not reiterating. <laughs> it had constantly been iterating on its gameplay and its systems and stuff. So it's constantly something that's, that's changing. Um, and uh, I think this game uh, will obviously not have that kind of constant changing, which I don't know if that's a good or bad thing because I was doing some reading and it looks like this game will be about 30 hours to 40 hours. And Mm -hmm. there is a post game like you would have where you have to get optimal gear. Well, you have to uh, do it with um, uh, multiple people, but there's like an end point to it. Like you just have to keep grinding and doing the stuff to get the best weapons to get to the end of the end game grind. And then once you're done, you're done. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and i know i say i say yeah i say yeah i say yeah like uh and the i i would have been sold or understood what this game was if it was just like it's the division two but in like a futuristic world i would have mm-hmm. been fine with that but this game is actually quite engaging story-wise really? and if i'm gonna say there's a selling point of it it's the world you're in 
Um, so it starts off, uh, you are uh, these human colonies, these big ships of human colonies that have left Earth because Earth is dying. And you play a group of people called the Outriders, who are basically uh, the first group of these colony ships to be landed and taken out of cryo in order to check out this new world that you found that you're hoping to create another Earth for. Mm -hmm. And um, basically, the world is this beautiful forest place. And you, you hear all these hints from these characters that Earth used to be, you know, was taken over by, you know, corruption and pollution and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Uh, and it, it's like you just starting this new world, going from being a soldier to being the kind of person just making sure everything's fine. And then you find out that, guess what? This planet ain't what you thought it was. And there's this crazy storm that's called the Anomaly that mm -hmm. basically, um, if you get hit by lightning in this storm, you get vaporized and you disappear. Oh. So your character gets hit by this thing. And oh. Don't get vaporized and disappear but you you're, you you get really sick and you look like you're about to die so one of these people basically in order to save your life one of the outriders puts you back in cryo and they're like we will take you out when we find out how to fix you and then seconds later you wake out of cryo but things have changed the it's been another 33 years mm -hmm. and the world ain't doing too hot all the humans who have been from this colony have been sent down and they're all fighting with each other over the limited resources they have you're basically trapped in this canyon area with the anomaly all around you and the storms still come and then you find out that people who get hit by the anomaly either vaporize kind of disappear or like you you don't disappear, and you become this uh, like chosen one hmm. who has these supernatural powers, and people view you like a god. So you're not only this this cool badass marine, but then you're like this special powered uh, marine now that you're trying to basically like save humanity and find out what's going on with the anomaly. And the way they give you that story, and the way they just are like kind of like slowly dripping it in in your bloodstream yeah. it's really interesting and i'm oh, really cool. like i'm really digging it and they have a lot of like rpg like moments where you have side quests that you get to uh that you get from people and you have good dialogue trees it's not just like a blank screen with text you actually have people talking all this dialogue yeah you get to know some of these characters and it's really cool because a lot of the characters you met at the beginning of the game they did a pretty good job setting up like four characters really quickly but then you see them 30 years later and how mm. they've changed since they dropped on this planet to now 30 years of living in this war-torn area. Um, so it's great. And you get to choose from four different classes. Um, uh, I try to find the names of the classes because they're all kind of weird. But they're all, like, different, like, super powers. You have, uh, like, the trickster, which is, like, your rogue class. And yeah. they're kind of, like, the the ninja. Then you have a devastator, which is your tank class that basically has, like like, earth powers that make him stronger. You have a technomancer, which is like using like tech-based abilities um, and like robots and stuff that you can like control. And then you have your mage pyromancer character that you can be. Um, mm -hmm. I chose the tank one because uh, generally when I'm playing these with the intention of playing them by myself, it's good to be a tank because <laughs> you, you nice have deal, a big health bar. Yeah, you deal yeah. damage and you get stuff back. Um, but the demo is actually pretty meaty. Uh, and it's not it's not like a beta. It's a straight up demo of the game, and you get the prologue and the first oh, cool. chapter. Um, so you get to play through all the story at the beginning. Um, you get to do side quests. I think like three main story quests and a couple other like side quests that you get to do. Um, and it's it's fun. And because it's like not just this open world game, you have these like checkpoints that you go to in these different parts of the world, and the map is like much more like uh, it, it's not just as like 
open and empty as a lot of these open world games feel like. There's like yeah. places and purposes for these places. Um, and I, I, I recommend you trying it out if you like these kind of things. And I think a game like this could be pretty appealing to me if I know I never have to play with another human <laughs> right, well, in order that's to play it. Um, so then in terms of the medium, better or worse? Uh, better. Okay, cool. Yeah, just from the initial... Yeah, I would say I would say story alone. Story alone, it would be better uh, than the medium. And I like the medium story if we were if we were called to that. But I think the I was shocked at how engaged I was with the world before um, I actually uh, like got to play the shooting of it. (laughs) Like it was it was good. It was good. So I recommend it. It comes out I believe April first. And uh, will I buy it? I don't know. Probably not. But it's it's not because I don't like it. They're just like what else is going on? Right. (laughs) Right. Who knows. (laughs) Uh, that, that's my time to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla, so I'll probably focus on that. But um, yeah, I, 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 I like it. It's good. Try it out. Uh, the demo's meaty. You can get on almost anything except for Switch. Uh, so, oh, it's a Square Enix game, too. And guess what? They don't seem to have uh, many issues with it, unlike certain other Square Enix live service games, <clears throat> The Avengers. Speaking of which, uh, thoughts on The Avengers? Have you, have you decided to pull that trigger yet? Yeah, I've been playing it all the time. Uh, uh, dude, yeah, love- that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I'm just a big fan of Thor and his powers in the game. I like the one where he calls down lightning from the sky. Yeah, it's just extremely just, accurate to be honest. You really him up. Yeah, you really Yeah, I like it. his hammer and his hair and his the plates on his armor. Uh, do you want to talk about the what's that? <laughs> who do you think controls better, Kratos or Thor? Cuz they kind of play similarly in their games. Yeah, uh, yeah cuz you know Kratos uh I'm just super familiar with God of War and that game. I like Kratos's son more than Thor's son. I I thought it was kind of a weird diversion for uh the Avengers game to be like and also Thor has a kid, <laughs> Thor Jr. Um and that Do, he was going to sort of walk around. Would you believe me if I told you that um Kratos actually fights Thor? Would you believe me if I told you that happened? Yeah, I'd believe you. Is that true? It's true. It happens. <laughs> okay. Dang, dang. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes sense. That's it. That's it's about Norse mythology, I think. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about let's talk about the state of play. What? Uh, Sony came out and said, "All right, y'all were disappointed with Nintendo's direct. How about this?" And then everyone <laughs> was like, "This was bad." And Justin. I don't mean to be that guy for two weeks in a row. That was pretty good. I don't I don't know why people are mad. I know why people are mad, because they're not seeing the games that they want to see. But I thought that the state of play was just fine and good enough without having Elden Ring or whatever the fuck people are excited for. I Can I be honest with you, Justin? Please. I don't really know a lot about Elden Ring other than it's the guy who fucked up Game of Thrones and... Uh, the people who make uh, uh, Dark Souls. Right, right, right. I that is not at the top of the list of games I want to play. <laughs> uh, uh, like I, I might if it comes out ever, but um, I, I, I still don't like. Sony has done such a good job of laying out these are games that are coming out that you're gonna yes. want to play and be interested in. Like they have enough of these games out there that. This one went through a lot of the question marks that people had. Not everything, but you don't need to. I mean, we have games that are going up until, what, the uh, August 24th? We have a list of good games that are coming out from yeah. Sony until August. Yeah. But there was no God of War 2. 
No news on Horizon Zero uh, West, uh, Forbidden West. No Elden Ring. Might as well just not have had the press conference. Yeah, the, well, the what, what, like, ask, showcase. What's the point? What's the point? What's the point? What's the point? Um, but yeah, I obviously we're being facetious. I assume you feel the same way as me. Like, yeah, there was some good stuff that they showed off here. Yeah, I I think uh, the the worst part about this was that we had a three and a half minute demo about Crash. <laughs> Yeah, and that start. It, it's funny. I watched it after the fact because I was at work, and I started it, and they were like crash, and I was like one point seven five speed, baby. Like <laughs> I am, I'm good. Thank you very much. I'm sure the water <laughs> looks great on the PlayStation Five. I'm sure that it runs and loads very quick, but I will not be indulging. Thank you very much, Mr. Bandicoot. And um, like based off of that, I was a little scared. But mm-hmm. then the rest of it happened, and the rest of it was exactly what I wanted and was expecting. And if anything, it made me more excited about these games than I was before. And guess what? For someone who really hadn't circled any of these games on their calendar as being the number one thing I'm looking forward to this year, mm-hmm. I think that's a victory for Sony. The fact that they got someone who's just like, oh, okay, these games, they're there. Right. To like being like, oh, I really want to play some of these games. I will say this. The, the only game that they showed off that I have been like gung-ho, like I am excited for this game, has been Deathloop. And every single time they show more footage of what that game is, I'm like, you don't need to show me more. Give it to me now. I'm ready for it. Like, I, I'm sold. I Like, Dishonor meets Prey meets uh, Good Shooter. Like, I'm I'm here. So, yeah, I, I'm... Uh, are you excited for that? Like, how do you feel about Deathloop? I... I I am not excited about it. Uh, hmm. Not not for any reason other than the fact that Dishonored just has a bad taste in my mouth because, again, what ruined that game for me was not anything other than me wanting to not kill anyone. Yeah. Uh, which I don't see that this is going to be the case with because clearly the whole thing is about killing each other and dying yeah. constantly. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm cautiously, like, optimistic. I did. I did. And hmm. I will I will play it. Will that be something I play day one? Maybe, maybe if because of this podcast, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I would not say it's, it, it would be something that I am super excited about, but I'm not like against it. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I, uh, I am, I remember when they announced it like 2019 and I've been like, Where's, when's Deathloop coming out? When's Deathloop coming out? And then they delayed it and I was like, ah, it's fine. Take your time, Deathloop. Well, I'll play you when, when you get here. Um, so then, okay, so if Deathloop didn't necessarily do it for you, what uh, did you see on here that did? Um, I, first of all, uh, for my birthday, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade. Yeah. That be coming out? Yeah. Here's the problem, Justin. So I've been, I have basically, yet again, stopped playing Final Fantasy VII Remake because I got to that part where they were like, just so you know, just as a little FYI, maybe finish up the stuff that you were doing before you go to this <laughs> next story beat. Cause there may or may not be a point of no return after there. And I'm like, okay, fine. So I started doing some side quests and then I was like, uh, maybe I'll come back to this. And then I just haven't, um, because I've, there've been rumors circulating like, Hey, final fantasy seven PS five upgrade is coming soon. And then I was watching this trailer. I was like, Ooh, the upgrade, when's it coming? And they're like, may it's like, Ooh, too far. <laughs> like, uh, or, no, June, June, yeah, 10th. June. Yeah. Um, my birthday it came to me on my birthday. I will say this: that integrated looks pretty cool. Uh, like the the new characters, and I mean they're not new; they're from the old one. But 
uh, I mean, or, some of them are new. Yuffie, like Yuffie, right? Correct. Yeah, Yuffie's in it. Yuffie is like a full new character, which I think is cool. Um, and I think it just it starts to show you that they're probably fur- they're further along on the remake sequel than mm-hmm. I think many people think. Because yeah. having a whole new character with new mechanics like that, like they're probably just testing it out for the next one. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but there's also another character um, that is potentially closer to being a playable character than many people would have assumed. Uh, hmm. I, I, it, there's another character that is is closer. It, there's another kind of character, but you can. I don't want to ruin anything for you. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. I will, I will say okay. I, I'm on board. <laughs> like I, like I. You know it's so weird. Like I'm so on board with Final Fantasy VII remake. I just haven't played it. Like I just haven't finished. I don't know why. I don't know why that when they were like do all the side quests. I was like ah oh, fuck. Like like I was like oh man I gotta play the game that I'm really enjoying. Like I don't I I will get to it. It's just that. Thinking like I was thinking like okay maybe I'll do the second sort of not half of it obviously I'm further along than the second half but like maybe I will finish it up with the new you know uh, upgrade but it's too far out I think for me to be able to wait I got to be honest though like yeah. I I would say that game really shines when you're playing it on the hard difficulty because mm. you can't use your potions and stuff like that oh really. So what my my suggestion would be to you, and the one, well, and I'm, I'm suggesting this to you because this is what I plan on doing, is to beat the game and then do the new game plus on that second playthrough to upgrade your skills more, to max out mm. your characters, and then really mm-hmm. just focus on the combat. Because um, I, I, near the end part of that game, because I was getting ready to potentially do a platinum run for it, I tried to see how hard the game would be if I stopped using health potions. And yeah. the answer is harder but like it makes it more fun it makes it more fun uh because then you're really like thinking about like the characters and like what their strengths are and you're you use that chakra move a lot more than you would because that's actually a pretty good health move (laughs) um but uh yeah, yeah i'm i'm excited for that a lot and i think it will definitely bring me back are you familiar with the complicated nature of the ps plus p uh final fantasy 7 situation so that's going up on ps plus next month but you do not get that upgrade if you get it on ps plus right yeah which is is strange it's weird like just don't do that right like like yeah and and i think that's first of all freaking awesome that it is available on ps plus that that, that's a huge game for ps plus if you haven't played it yeah you know i think that sony is starting to see the appeal of something like game pass and they obviously what do they have ps now that's just like not anything um, but I think that they are starting to see like, okay, people like game pass because Xbox is put it or Microsoft is putting these first party games for free to play day one. And, um, uh, it looks like we're getting that. You know, we, we can talk more about final fantasy in a minute here, but, um, it, it looks like we are sort of getting that with these other games. I think odd world soul catcher storm soul storm. Is uh, I, yeah. I only read that. I don't know it off the top of my head, but I read it. That's why I'm like, not. Like, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I I don't. I played the, one of the first Odd World games when he was in a factory with Coke cans or something like that on the original Xbox, and I was like, I'm a kid, and I don't even fuck with this. <laughs> even I'm just like, <laughs> screw it. <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, I did, yeah. Uh, so I have no interest in this game really. But, 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 hearing like, yeah, well, you, it's like free. I'm like, mm. uh, like. All right, I might dip in. I might exactly. dip in. 
it seems like I don't know if they said this or if this was just a rumor I read or something that some people someone said on the internet that they wanted. Aren't they doing that with Kina Bridge of Spirits too? I didn't know if that's true or not, but I think okay, uh, I might have made that up. I, I, they might, I, they might have. I have, I didn't hear the press release about it, but I think like that totally makes sense. And like they did, they they have a precedent of doing this with new games already with like bug snacks, yeah, like uh, Destruction All Stars. Yeah, granted that was kind of a, a make good for what they did before. Yes. By the way, did you notice how much Destruction All Stars is? Uh, now. Yeah. No, is it seventy dollars? Twenty bucks. Yeah, it makes sense i yeah i wouldn't hey if you're listening to this and thinking about should i buy destruction all-stars uh just play rocket league or or wait until that's gonna be discounted even further it's yeah which is uh, take my word for it it's yeah yeah. it's fine don't anyway but yeah i i think that they are starting to realize like yo for us to sort of like people are gonna like us a lot more if we start doing this and I think that that's cool. And I mean, even Final Fantasy, it's been a year since it came out. But like, if I hadn't bought it, seeing that, oh, it's coming up on PS Plus, like, oh, I am absolutely going to play that game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I think that there is nothing but excitement if they're setting that sort of as the precedent um, to see what ends up coming to PS Plus. Because usually they've got good games on there. They, you know, they had Control, they had uh other stuff destruction all stars <laughs> uh, <laughs> man like, eater like, man eater yeah sure but like bug snacks you know all, all these sorts of games that i would be interested in dipping into if i didn't have if i hadn't bought previously or whatever um that yeah i think that they're starting to get a ha- get the hang of it if that makes sense oh it, absolutely and i i think i think it just uh, the there were so many times specifically last year but when you get those ps plus games that are announced and i was just kind of like i don't care yeah (laughs) and like now it's like every month that we've we've had the ps5 i've been like i'm excited for this i'm excited for this i'm excited Mm -hmm. for this uh so i think that's that's really really cool plus also with with them like making ratchet and clank free for anyone for a couple months right right uh even if you don't have playstation plus like that's pretty cool uh to at least get people playing these games and previewing these games so Mm -hmm. Go Sony, you know? Yeah, you're doing let great. My, let, let my fanboy flag fly freely. You know what I mean? That was harder to say than I thought. I had to think about fan it. Fanboy flag fly. Uh, fanboy flag See? fly. <laughs> fanboy flag fly freely. Yeah. That's yeah, that FRFL sound. Yeah. yeah. Like I said fanboy, and I, in my head, I knew <laughs> where the rest of that sentence was going, and I'm like, oh, I got to think about this. Yeah. Do you have any interest in playing Eternal? <laughs> I would be honest, uh, from seeing that, yes. It reminded me of um Live Die Repeat. It well, I mean the 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 premise itself is like the Live Die Repeat, but it Monsters reminds 2, me baby. of Monsters 2? The monsters in that movie. It, it, the aliens in that movie oh, look yeah, yeah. identical to yeah. the monsters in this one. Anyway, sorry, it reminded uh, you of what? Sorry. It reminds me of the combat of like Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. 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 A twist. A twist uh, word in that sentence. Yeah, right. Uh, with like the, the jumping and the dodging and the quick action and the shooting and that kind of stuff. And that's always the best part of uh, the Mass Effect game for me. Uh, but from what I'm hearing, it looks like, or what I'm reading about it, it looks like it's going to have a story structure very similar similar to Hades uh, mm-hmm. in terms of it being like you you progress the story a little bit by doing certain things and then when you start again because it is like a rogue light I yeah. believe like you 
you have some things that keep upgraded and then the story it's a little bit uh every time you die you get a little bit more and that can be fun uh the the thing with this it comes down to price with me because i kind of lost interest in um and we're back so sorry we had a dog related emergency and justin send so returnal you think it looks good? It looks like Mass Effect Andromeda, is what you were what you're sort of saying. Yeah, the uh, way the, the combat was like jumping, and then they had mm-hmm. the jetpacks and everything. Like, I think I think it could be fun, but it does. It's like a, a Hades vibe, and I know like my my thoughts on Hades are not negative, but like I'm just I was done with it after a while. Yeah. So with this game, I would be interested to see how the progression works, how much the game costs, and if it's something that's affordable, I, I wouldn't see myself not purchasing it to play it yeah that makes sense gives me a lot of medium vibes uh i'm just kidding (laughs) so like it less than the medium you like that preview less than the medium (laughs) uh no i think i think that (laughs) from from my general understanding of what that game is it seems like i would like it more than the medium Um, but also i i'm similar to you like if it's for the right price i guess but i don't know if i'm in love like seeing it doesn't make me so like I got to play that in the same way that I am feeling about like death loop say, or uh, you know, whatever else. Um, but well, it definitely, I, I, yeah. What's that? I, I did see it and I was like, Oh, that is a house mark game. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Okay. Well, was it, was there anything else on here that looked interesting? You excited for that new five nights of Freddy's game? Oh man, absolutely not. <laughs> should have been It should have been like the, it's subhead should have been like five nights of Freddy's colon. They're still making these. Yeah. And, and, and like, and, I know they have people who like them. It's just not my shit at all. (laughs) But even this game, it doesn't look like like I think one of the appeals to that game is the jump scares that you get with it and how like it just things just pop up. But this one, it just kind of seems like you're being pursued, uh, which is a different type of scare. That's the thing. It it seems like it dropped this because I I, I think that why people really gravitated to Five Nights at Freddy's when it first came out and I think still do is because it's not really like a game that you... (sighs) It's not like a lot of other games, I think, where you are sitting there and it's so you it's so unique and in in you're sitting there and you're trying to manage these things and then these things come out and jump at you. Right. But if you turn it into just a regular like amnesia ass or like outlast or whatever game where you're just sort of cowering with defenseless uh, from these things that are sh- sort of chasing you like I've played that game before. So has everyone else. I guess I've not played it set in a laser tag zone or whatever (laughs) but like it it just seems like exactly what the next the next logical step is i assume this guy has a studio now and it's not just the one guy making them anymore but like that seems like the next logical step you know like okay let's make a survival horror game that's like all these other games so i wasn't gonna play it either way because i don't really like those games but do you know what the scariest part about that game look like uh uh, no what the ball pit (laughs) The ball pit, sure. I mean, already those things are just riddled Nasty. with germs and disgusting. But now that we live in a po- in a it, not quite post yet, but in a post coronavirus happening uh, world, that would that's the scariest thing I've seen in a long time. Being forced <laughs> to slide down that that slide into that ball pit, I was like, this is this is true horror right here. It, pro- it probably dates that game in a way that is like, I mean, I, I maybe it's a period game in the way that i think those other ones are but like i think being like yeah this is definitely not set in 2021 man it's gonna ball that you can go in yeah but um 
Yeah, that's about it for me. I mean, like everything else looks cool. I think Kena Bridge of Shad- uh, not Shadows, Bridge of Spirits looks interesting. Um, now that we've seen like a bigger look at it, um, Solar Ash also looks pretty cool. I've not played whatever their other game was. Um, Hyperlight Drifter is that them? Yeah, yeah, Hyperlight Drifter. It looks so much like uh, what's that Pathless. game? Pathless. Yeah, like yeah. scary how much it looked like Pathless. Yes, uh, but I liked Pathless a lot, so I'm gonna be curious how I sort of feel about. Oh, I just forgot that title. Uh, Solar Ash. But um, <laughs> yeah, what a weird name, by the way. Hyperlight Drifter, Solar Ash. Solar Ash. Yeah, but it, it looks like I like the Pathless. I like the vibes that that gave off. Watching that trailer make me think of like, oh, this looks like the Pathless. I like that. I'll definitely try that out. Um, yeah. Can you talk more about what you thought about the Kinu Bridge of Spirits? I know you said you were like slightly kind of interested in it, maybe. But like, like, what were your thoughts on what you saw? Uh, I mean, just like. Well, let me also say this, that this has been under the guise as of up until like five minutes ago when you corrected me of being like, oh, this will be free. Um, like it, it, the the sort of combat stuff looked interesting. That's the thing I'm remembering that they showed off, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I thought the little little puffball guys were cute. Um, I wasn't initially like a big fan of the animation, like art style, but now seeing it actually seeing that more extended look at it, I'm into it way more. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I don't have maybe necessarily like super specific things where I would say, would say like, wow, that really, really got me excited about it. But like just seeing generally what it's about, like what it seems to be about as a game seems kind of cool. Knowing as little as I do about it, other than what I saw in that, in that video, Mm -hmm. it reminds me a little bit of, um, beyond good and evil. Okay, sure. Which I know it's, it's probably just because she has like a staff or whatever and like <laughs> right. some magic powers. But and like, like a headband. <laughs> yeah, it also gives me the Star Fox Adventures on Dinosaur Planet vibes a little bit. Um, yeah, again, I... just because of the staff. Okay, I don't know much about Star Fox <laughs> Adventures on Dinosaur Planet, but have you um, heard, have you heard of the game Zelda? Yeah, I'm familiar. That's exactly what D- Dinosaur Planet is. <laughs> hey, gotcha. you know what? I suggest you play that game. A dinosaurs advent. Wait, what? Star Fox Adventures. <laughs> On Dinosaur Planet? Yeah, it's not a is bad it, game. All right. Well, it's pretty good. Okay, okay, okay. I'll yeah, I'll play it for next week. We'll talk about it. That'll be my oh, review. That'll wow, be my okay. review. Gotta... Better than the medium? Star Fox Adventure on Dinosaur Planet. <laughs> the, the answer is probably... Oh, actually, I don't know. I don't know anything about Star Fox. I have no idea. Um, but knowing what you know... what Knowing what I know about what you know about the medium, you would like this better than the medium. Yeah, if you're saying it's any, in any way like Zelda, I'd be like, yeah, all right, I'll try that out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that's that's all I. Th- those are all the thoughts I have about this sort of state of play. But overall, everyone's out there moaning about like so disappointing. We didn't get Elden Ring. We didn't get God of War Two. We didn't get Horizon. We didn't get the next Days Gone. And I'm like, that, did you not it, see the cool stuff that they did with the Returnal or Deathloop or Solar Ash or? <laughs> Or how scary that ball pit was! Like, <laughs> it's just like a... they had release dates. They had like they they had right. kind of release windows for stuff. Like stuff was this was a big. It's a half hour conference. Like things were like released here that is that at least gives us something to talk about, and yeah. at least gives you more ideas of what is coming and when it's coming. And again, that that's what you need. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you want to talk about this Nintendo thing, this Pokemon thing? Excuse me. The thing that you literally texted me about that when it was happening, I was like, oh, another thing? <laughs> I was like, I was like, you want to talk about the Pokemon uh, Presents 
show on the podcast and you're like i don't know what that is <laughs> it's, like, it's like a pokemon thing I'm like when is it i'm like literally right now um i assume you've watched it between now and then oh yeah oh no like you sent that to me and i think i told you uh when i will like oh, you, you sent, watched like a french version didn't yeah you? What's you, wrong sent, with you? You, sent, you sent me the link on my phone and i was like oh i'm by a computer right now so while i'm at this doing my other work i can pull this up yeah. and i watched it and like i didn't know it was in french because they dubbed it and it was still english but like <laughs> oh, okay. the language of all the text was like french so i had a very skewed idea of what the titles of everything was because <laughs> it was like in french and i was just like oh okay well this is a strange title um um, it was like the diamond was like diamond and I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's just like a, like a cool, like new way Very of saying stylized, it. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Just a different language. So I'm going to, Justin, I'm going to assume we are both Pokemon fans here and apparently controversially we were fans of, uh, Sword and Shield, which apparently a lot of people were mad about. You know, it's funny. I have to stop being like, gamers were mad <laughs> like about this. Uh, I thought they were pretty good all things considered. Um, I think the last few Pokemon games have actually been really good. I liked Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu a lot, actually. Um, but I think you're going to have thought. I think you have thoughts about these games. Let's talk about the thing. I think we probably have the least thoughts about Pokemon Snap. Yeah, looks good. Care. I'm going to play it. I played the first one when I was a kid. My sister had a Nintendo 64 sort of after the fact played a lot of Pokemon Snap through a lot of apples at like ponytas and things this looks like more of that I'm yeah down. i i am not down with that game because i feel like the the nature of playing a game that's on rails like that over and over and over again it's kind of like a problem solving one i wish i wish it wasn't I, maybe it, maybe it's not maybe i'm wrong i, I wish mm -hmm. it wasn't on rails and i could control where my thing went but yeah, i think yeah, that yeah. kind of defeats the purpose of it uh I, I I appreciate it for what it was, and I'm glad that it's not just a remake of the N64 version. Right. It's like a whole new game. Um, but in terms of playing it, I don't know. I probably I got frustrated enough at Bug Snacks trying to put the damn uh, yeah, ice yeah. popsicles out or whatever. So I the, I <laughs> I don't know if I'll have fun uh, making my Eevee jump in the right direction or evolve in the right way or something like that. But sure. That, that makes sense. Um, but I have, I have very little like feelings on it other than like, yeah, it looks like more of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah, I liked it when I was a kid. I'd be down to try it out. But all right, let's talk about it. Let's get to the meat of this. The two big things. Um, great presentation, by the way. I like I thought it was fun opening with the Pokemon through the years and like, um, all the different ways it's been. Yeah. What Pokemon meat are we talking about? Like a, like a Tauros or... So I believe in the show they tried to eat a Magikarp. Okay. <laughs> like uh, Team Rocket does, I think. And they can't... They try to like cut it open, but they can't because it's got like Gyarados scales because it's a Magikarp. Mm. Um, yeah, that that question always like comes up. Do they eat Taurus or do they eat uh, what's Chicken. the cow? What's Mil the cow? Miltank <laughs> with the big udders. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's always upsetting. Uh, it also makes me wonder, and this is a complete different conversation. So like Pikachu is the electric mouse Pokemon, right? Yeah. So do they have mice because they know what a mouse is? And furthermore, is eating vegetables still okay? Because there are some vegetable-based Pokemon. Right. Or like ice cream. Be careful that's not a... Uh, what's that guy called? Uh, Vanillite. Do you not know that Pokemon? No, I know, I know that Pokemon, cream. but like, yeah. <laughs> it's I, quite I'm just, the pull. 
I'm just picturing like you know how gross it is to like have like a like a bug or something. Like one time I was picking some grapes and a spider was crawling on it, ah. and I was I thought it was a vine, but no, it was a spider. So I like actually picked it up with my fingers, and ah. I hated it because I hate spiders. Yeah. Uh, but can you imagine like eating just a bowl of ice cream, watching TV, and then it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like freaking out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the, that's what I think about a lot in terms of Pokemon. But the Pokemon meet that I want to talk about are the announcement, are the, are the joint announcements of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl and Pokemon Legends Arceus, or as they said, and maybe I'm wrong, Arceus. I've always said that Arceus, the C next to those vowels, makes me makes my English brain go C. But I imagine that it's not an English name. But I want to talk about Arceus second because I think that's where we're gonna have a lot of feelings. This Diamond Pearl remake, is this anything to you? Oh, no, I have feelings about this one way more than the other one because the oh, really? one thing, the only thing to make me not care is what they chose to do. Like, they just recreated Diamond and Pearl with a slightly different uh, animation style, it looks like. Yeah. But it doesn't have, like, the Let's Go features that I loved. Uh, like, which ones? Like, I like how, like... Them? No, no, I, I like the I like the the way that that game kind of was like casual, but also like not casual at mm-hmm. the same time. I like the way you caught things in that game. I like the way that you were able to quickly get through that original story, limiting the battles and all that kind of stuff. I, I thought I just thought it was like such a an, a low stakes Pokemon game to play, which I know casual sounds like is a great yeah, way to say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's like a casual one. Um, this one just looks like they remade the other game. And to be honest, like I try to, there was a, there's a time there's, I have not played this game all the way through. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wanted to go back and play all the Pokemon generations I missed because I missed diamond and pearl black and white and, uh, X and Y, Y. what comes first black and white or X and Y goes black and white x and y then and uh, i missed the tropical one yeah i missed the tropical ones too so i i I got it for the 3ds so i was going to replay it but then i was just playing it and i was like they've made these better since this (laughs) yeah you know it's funny so i'm like my first big pokemon game that i like invested a lot of time into was uh not diamond pearl uh ruby uh sapphire i played sapphire Uh, my brother had ruby and we traded all the pokemon in between it was great um and then i got a ds and i got pokemon pearl and I like I couldn't tell you like anything about it. <laughs> like I I played it and I remember being like I think I prefer uh, Sapphire to this. And I've never really thought about going back to it or anything like that. And then before this sort of came out, everyone's saying like Yo, we want a remake of Diamond and Pearl because that's the because ne- that's like chronologically the, the next one they would remake because they did Omega Ruby and. Uh, something sapphire soul or maybe it was omega sapphire omega omegle <laughs> no they they were they, pokemon stays very far away from omegle <laughs> that's a name i have not heard in a long time uh we'll get back to that maybe uh <laughs> but but like i i just seeing it i was like yeah i don't think i would play this and I think it's because, and I know, again, uh, apparently we're the unpopular opinion here with like liking the Let's Go games, but I really liked how it was so casual that it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I gotta get so deep into this. And, you know, I didn't necessarily love no battles with wild Pokemon and stuff like that, but I really liked just the approach to just like, this is a game about having fun. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it can be a little bit more competitive if you want, but it doesn't have to be. Whereas... I love yeah. the integration too with uh, uh, the Let's Go games and how easy it was to get Pokemon from Let's Go to the not Let's Go. I was gonna say Sword and Shield. 
no, Pokemon Go, sorry. Got the, it, got it, got to it. To get things from Pokemon Go to your Let's Go. Mm. And it was just like really easy to get like formal traces in your, yeah. <laughs> in your game. <laughs> um, but, uh, and uh, the, the focus on the story was kind of cool too and, and how it was so nostalgic for me. So maybe that's yes. part of it that maybe I wouldn't have had the nostalgia for the for a Let's Go Diamond Pearl or whatever. But yeah. But I also, and I know this is so petty, and, and like I've seen people getting slammed on this online. Um, I simply just don't like the art style. It looks like a phone game. I just, I don't think it looks very good. I've seen people try and make it better, and I've been like, you did better. Like, cause they like put lines on it. Cause right now it's just like, like amorphous, like apolygonal, like assets. Whereas, like, let's go had an art style that lo- it was like anime. It looked, it looked like Sword and Shield. It looked great. Whereas I think this looks, like a horrible nightmare uh, that I just, and again, I know it's petty because it does look like those games, you know, like the original games were scrunched up characters, you know, running around. Uh, I just don't think that that translates very well to um, this new one. It looks, like, sense? it looks like brat dolls. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's just like, I, uh, and, and there's a way to make an art style like that cute and totally work. You look at, I didn't play this, but like, I like the art style for, uh, Link's Awakening. Yeah, oh yeah. Do, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I think that yeah. looks cool and works, but it just like looking at the trailer for this one, I was like, ah, I think this is kind of ugly. And, and I, it's already like enough things like saying like, ah, I didn't really love diamond and pearl. I don't know how I'm going to like it. If it's a little bit more of a less casual kind of Pokemon game. And it's kind of ugly. It's just enough things that are sort of adding up that it's kind of like, ah, I'm okay, maybe. Do you, uh, I'm going to sit here and play armchair game developer for a second. Can you imagine okay. a Pokemon game that was in the art style and like the gameplay style of Animal Crossing? <laughs> yeah, I like that game. I like. I want to make that game. Do you want to make that game with me? Yeah, I like. I would make that game. Well, yeah, me and my coding knowledge will... Yeah, well, I mean, you know, just a nice letter to Nintendo being like, hey, we have an idea. I'm sure they'd be receptive to that. There's a there's a game like that, isn't there? I mean, there, there are many Pokemon games, but there are there's definitely like a chill out and hang out with Pokemon type game. Pokemon and chill? Yep, that's what I meant. It's the new... You nailed it. The, the new Saturday night You nailed thing. it. Pokemon and chill. How could I have... Thanks for putting that in my head. Um... Which one? Blaziken? <laughs> That's kind of like a dude. Oh, I think... Oh, I... I, <laughs> <laughs> I misread what you meant. Speaking of body pillows. <laughs> yeah, my big Blaziken body pillow right next to my... Machoke? This guy, he's got... Machamp, he's got four arms. He could give you a big hug like Goro from uh, uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Who would win in a fight, Goro or Machamp? Uh, definitely Goro. <laughs> Yeah, that guy's a killer. Yeah, uh, what's Machamp, Machamp gonna do? Ma- like rock high to five. Him? Like, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Anyway, um, that, that's what I, I. It looks fine. It looks like a game I'm not gonna play. Like all the all of the for all of the reasons stated above, it looks like a game that I'm just not interested in. And it depends when it comes out too. Like I'm assuming this will probably be like a November December. Yeah, they said like end of the year release. Right? Yeah, and uh, I mean, there's always so much that comes out at the end of the year. I don't have time to play a remake of a game I didn't initially love. Really like, yeah. When it first came out, right? Uh, I do have to say though, this people are here going to be happy about it. Pokemon fans will like this. And it does add to the library of things that are coming out for Switch this year. Yes. Which I think if this direct reminded people of Pokemon Snap's a big deal. 
and this is also going to be a big deal for people. Mm-hmm. So, m- and more- I'm, all, I'm all for having these ga- like beloved games come back so people can enjoy them again on a new platform or like a, just a more convenient platform. Like I, I think that that's great. Makes it way more like easily accessible to people. I'm here for that. It's just not a game I want to play. Do you know? Do you know what I still want? Uh, I want that Xenoblade Chronicles X. And I was thinking about that real hard the other day. Someone was yeah. talking about like, oh, yeah, when the Nintendo 3D World, so many good games on the Wii U that, that never got to see the light of day. And I'm like, but what about Xenoblade Chronicles X? I need that game so bad. I mean, maybe they, they it's in Smash, so maybe they're... Chronicles X? Is it? I don't no. know enough. It's I not. thought that was the one. It's okay, not. well, I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. okay. It's okay. I'll, I'll forgive you. I uh, thank you very much. Do you? I want to know about Pokemon Legends Arceus. Arceus. Ar, I'm going to say Arceus. I'm going to say Arceus. Uh, okay, that's fun. This game looks good. It could. I it, maybe. Like I don't the, know enough about it yet, but go on. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm on that bandwagon. Like I I have more to say negatively about the Diamond uh, and Pearl remakes, but I don't have really anything too negative or positive to say about this game because it looks like it's such in the early stages. Yeah, that it's kind of hard yeah. to tell. The thing I do hope is that it is the, my favorite part about Sword and Shield um, are, is the wild area. Yeah, and this for looks sure. Like, this looks like kind of the wild area arcade kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested in it because it looks like they're, they've iterated on that. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful it'll be fun. Um, yeah, yes. I don't like it's unclear if, if like, you know, they said you get to choose a starter and they had what the uh, Cyndaquil, which I will be choosing when I play this game. Um, I think Oshawott from Black and White and then uh, the Owl, Hoot, Hootman, the Owl from Hootman. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was called Hootman. I don't know, um, I don't know. But from, from Sun and Moon, which I like that Pokemon too, but I just, Cyndaquil's like, in my opinion, the best one. But, well, but I mean, maybe, but like in terms of like competition, it's not the best one because it's only a single type. So it's not like the ideal one to get. So there's other so. ones and out Hootman there that are better type advantage, flying and grass, which is a pretty good combination. Or, or if dark you ask grass, me. I think. It, anyway, whatever, it doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever yeah. it is. I'm, right, can we just right, call right, him right. Hootman from now on? Yeah, Hootman. <laughs> yeah. Well, What's I'm going to tell you, that, that would ruin Pokemon for me is actually playing the game for like the Pokemon that are the most competitively best instead of the ones that I think look cool or I like. Yeah, just cute ones. I hate that they just don't stay cute. I know. <laughs> they get so mean at looking. But Torchic, but, Torchic does get to be pretty cool, because I think Torchic is a cool... I don't like the, the middle one, but Tor- uh, Torchic to, to Blazekin, pretty cool upgrade. Yeah, I liked, uh, I liked Mudkip to Swampert, personally. But also Trico to whatever the Trico evolves into is pretty cool. They're all Those those Hoenn starters are good. Those are very good games. But let's talk about Arceus, or Le- Legends Arceus. Arceus? Excuse me. Yeah, Arceus. Um... By the way, I, I, thought, I, I thought this game was actually titled something else because I was watching the other feed. But no, it turns out one. the name the name was <laughs> was correct. I just thought it was a different. Uh, the question for me though is like, is it because they didn't show any? I don't think they showed Pokemon battles, did they? Or maybe they they did. They, they, did. they did. They did. Yeah, yeah. So they they showed you like catching the Pokemon, like kind of like free, almost like a third person shooter kind of thing with yeah, like a just Pokeball. The ball at but then they showed like you had like your thing attack, and it looked like you'd still had the four move choices that you could mm. have them attack. But it was like you were from the perspective of the trainer, not the Pokemon. If that makes yeah. sense, like you were behind your trainer still. So it looked interesting in a, in like a weird way, and like it looked like battles happened anywhere rather than it just being like in a predetermined zone kind yeah. of thing. 
So that's cool. That's cool to me. Uh, I'm going to be curious what this game ends up looking like and playing like. Uh, I mean, it looked rough. Like for yeah. a, for a trailer, it looked like it was <laughs> like jerking around in terms. Of, <laughs> not. I mean, obviously, like I'm not here to be like talk about frame rates or anything like that because I think that's busted. Obviously, that's not the final version of the game, but the trailer version of the game looked like it was having a hard time. Yeah, like one of the Pokemon like literally looked like it was dropping frames as it yes, was like walking up. Yes, it was up. like alone, <laughs> yes. Um, and then also like, okay, I've seen a lot of people like hating on other people for, just because it's the internet, but like I, I've seen a lot of people saying like it's so wrong to compare this to Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. when it so clearly is taking a lot of inspiration from it and also like you look at how people loved the way that breath of the wild reinvented the formula for zelda like of course people would want that for pokemon and we're disappointed that sword and uh, sword and shield were not really that way do you think like do you think an open world poke i mean they're all open world but do you think like an open world in this in the vein of breath of the wild pokemon game is the kind of thing that pokemon needs to be different and to like get that new life a new breath? No, and I, and I think the reason being is if you look at, um, if you look at whenever Pokemon does try to do something different, those aren't the things that are successful. And say what you want to say about uh, Sword and Shield; those things sold like really well, um, and they were successful be, be, on a sales number. Even though people were like, "Oh, they could have done this, they could have done this," because mm-hmm. I think the core Pokemon fans they like those core Pokemon games. And yeah. this is going to be like the Asterix game. It's like going to be like a different offshoot, I believe. Well, that's the um, question if for me is like, is this going to be a core Pokemon game that is like, this is the next Pokemon game? Or is this in the vein of like Pokemon Ranger or Snap or whatever, where it's like, if you miss it, it's not like you're missing the newest Pokemon experience. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just because I'm not totally sure what this game is. I, I would I would assume if this game does come out, what, early 2022? That's what they said. It might be like another tech test. Um, mm-hmm. I would hope Nintendo is, has that much foresight to like come up with these games to see if they can bring mechanics to the next one. And it clearly does seem like the wild area is has been improved upon for this game. So maybe yeah. they're just trying this out. So like maybe on the next one, we can do some more of these gameplay mechanic things on this game. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I, I I think it could be fun. It could be cool. But I don't, I don't know enough about it to necessarily be excited about it at this point. Sure. So I'm glad they are trying new things and they're trying new things on the Switch and they're not just doing like a mystery dungeons like kind of like offshoot thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be cool. I, th- I that's where I'm with it. Like, yeah, I'll, like it looks interesting. I'll give it a try once it's out i mean like I, I need to know more i need to know more before i'm one way or another um but i know i think enough about that remake that i'm kind of like i'm good thank you but again wasn't expecting this i'm glad it was there i'm not like angered by anything that was announced here uh i just don't think i'll be purchasing any of it but maybe the the assius i'll buy i'll buy that day one depending on things but i'm sure tr- what it, in French, was it pretty similar to to that? It was, yeah, it was pretty much the same name. I just thought it was something else. <laughs> Did you not know that Pokemon? Nope. I just thought it was another name. I'm like, what does that mean? Is it? <laughs> yeah, no. It's uh, the it's God. It's it's God. It makes me wonder a lot of things. Also, there's some. I saw someone says <laughs> so like you know it's old 
like old, old BC Pokemon stuff. I mean, not BC, but you know what I mean? Uh, old, old in the olden days. And then there was like someone who'd found some like flavor text from one of the games. It's like in the old days, Pokemon used to marry people. And it's like, whoa, is that going to be in this game? Just like a hybrid between like Squirtle and a guy. It's kind of like regular human arms, but like. Speaking of Machoke, he makes a lot more sense knowing that. <laughs> You're right. And what's the what's the small one? Machamp? Machop. Machop is just a little ugly boy. <laughs> can you have a can you have a girl Machop? Yeah. That'll just look that way. I think. I don't know. They, Pokemon's always been like This is gonna get graphic. Weird about like how Pokemon like reproduce. Not it's not graphic, but like <laughs> They're just like they're all yeah. They're just like they all they all lay eggs. And it's like what? Yeah, <laughs> they they all lay eggs no matter what, and they just instead of like growing normally, they just suddenly like skip phases. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine that if you were like a t- like a baby one day and all of a sudden you started glowing and then you turn into a teenager like in seconds? Can you imagine That'd be that? So weird and like. Now my new abilities, like talking and running, <laughs> like <laughs> I can feed myself. Yeah. Anyway, well, thank you so much for spending this hour and some change with us here, dear listener slash listeners. Depending on sort of your own, like in head canon about how um, you are being perceived right now. Um, listen to the old episodes if that didn't make sense. <laughs> I'm not going to explain it. This is an existential question you brought up. It's fine. Get yeah. Some thinking. Our, our, are you one person or are you a group here? Anyway, uh, if you are interested in following us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, that would be uh, that be that would not go unappreciated. You can also follow us on Twitter at HitboxPod or send us an email at HitboxOfficialPodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about the Pokemon uh, announcements, any of those state of play announcements, Final Fantasy announcements. Um, Outriders demo, Persona 5 Strikers. What else did we talk about today? Uh, the medium. Uh, <laughs> really anything. It's always you can, medium. You can, uh, you can let us know. What's uh, that? I just got a question. Do you think this podcast is better or worse than the medium? This episode? I, uh, I would say better. I'd say net better. Um, okay, good, good. Just checking. Just want to know. Yeah, a, here's... A, Justin, I'm going to say this with you right now, and we're entering a, a social contract um, for, for the sake of the listeners. If we ever record a podcast episode that we deem as worse than the medium, we just can't publish it. Like, why? Like, right? Like, we might as well just be done. What if we have, like, a split vote? Like, that I think it's it's not as good, but you think it's better. Um, then I'll edit half the podcast. And then we'll just... We'll just <laughs> you just put it. your half of the audio <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, it'll just be my audio. Be like, <laughs> yeah, Justin. Uh, <laughs> but, um... Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for listening. And if you feel so inclined, please share it with a friend. Justin, do you have anything else to add? Uh, not much. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, not much or nothing. So what What do you got? Come on, man. I was just thinking about, um, I actually looked into purchasing Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I wanted to buy the original Yu-Gi-Oh and Kaiba starter decks, but they're a little mm. too much money. And I wanted to stream us playing that, but... I don't think the joke is worth the like over a hundred dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say how much cost. money was it? Over a hundred. <laughs> it was like it, they were like fifty for for the the reloaded versions of them. Got it. Got it. And yeah, not I don't, worth it. Not worth the goof. To be honest, like I'm sorry, it's just not. 
you don't like what if you changed like your entire life because of that starter deck if you're like you know what i could do right now i could be the next duel master i could be the next yugi yo is his name his name is yugioh yeah, I thought it was Yugi, and then it's like once he like gets the heart of the cards, it's like, oh. Yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I Or I could be the grandpa. Isn't there, a, he's got a grandpa that he loves? Dude, I don't know. I mean, maybe, <laughs> I yeah. Who's the guy with the, the popped collar and the very sharp face? Is that Kaiba? Has the blue eyes white dragon. Yeah, it's Kaiba. Kaiba, I could be Kaiba. Because that's all I know. I only know Blue Eyes White Dragon. I would only feel comfortable like in a fight taking on the kid Yugi, but when he turns into Yugi, oh, I would be afraid of him. Like in a fist fight or in like... In a f- oh, no, no. They have better cards than I do, but like in okay. a fist fight. <laughs> yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah. as soon as a child turns into adult, I automatically would be like, you seem like you've got stuff going on here that I'm not... <laughs> Did um, Yugi just evolve in front of me? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? So, um, well, hey, I always remember that old games... All rolled. See you later. <laughs> Bye. All right, that's I'll stop recording. <laughs> 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 <laughs>